The following presentation is a Barrett Sports Media production. Recognizing the unsung heroes of sports media. I'm stuck in this pit, working for less than slave wages, working on my day off. This is the Producers Podcast with Brady Farkas. I'm the executive producer. Oh, you're the executive producer. And it starts now. What's up, everybody, and welcome into another edition of the Barrett Sports Media Producers Podcast. Today, we're joined by Big Baby Dave. That's Dave Mendelson of John Boy Media. Now, you may know John Boy, the personality, the guy who does all the funny breakdowns of baseball brawls, etc. You see him all over Twitter. Really got made famous by breaking down the Astros sign-stealing scandal from 2017. That's John Boy, the person. John Boy, the company has multiple podcasts, multiple personalities. They dabble in baseball, basketball, pop culture, and Big Baby Dave Mendelson is part of that. He talks to us about producing multiple podcasts. He talks with us about producing a podcast that airs on television on the home of the Yankees and so much more. Hope you enjoy Big Baby Dave. I came across John Boy himself. Maybe three years ago at this point, I think it was a Joe Girardi, Kevin Long breakdown brawl, you know, between the Phillies and the Yankees a handful of years ago. That's where I first got introduced to John Boy himself. John Boy Media as a whole, how do you describe to people what the company itself is? We're a media company. Title helps helps define that. Uh, we obviously have focused on on sports for the most part, and that's where we found the most success, but but obviously we we're always looking to to expand beyond that. Um, but yeah, we mostly sports and specifically uh, uh, baseball has been our bread and butter. A lot of so between podcasts, social media videos. Um, now you've been with the company since before it was even a full fledged company. You were like on the ground floor with John Boy Media. How did you get involved? And how did you kind of take the leap of faith to know that this thing was going to work and it was something you wanted to be involved with? If you if you really peel back the layers of the onion, I was a senior in college and had nothing else going on. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I mean, looking at it, we're, we're about to hit four years since I like started being involved. I uh, 2017 was the year Talking Yanks. The podcast began with Jimmy and Jake and uh I became just like a listener and I followed him on, on the social medias and, and all that. And during the playoff run, like Jimmy was doing his periscopes every night and I just became an active participant in that got used to seeing my name. Uh, the next year sort of continued. We met one at one uh, Yankees Phillies game, figured out I wasn't like some freak. And then uh, about a month later, I was on vacation uh, down the Jersey shore about like one town over from where he was living and working out of at the time. And he was like, all right, well, we've met and been friendly. You want to come watch a game at my house? And then I was like, okay, so that, that wouldn't happen now. And <laughs> you know, I spent the night, uh, you know, drinking a little watching Yankees, Red Sox, uh, the Red Sox pulled off a four game sweep of the Yankees that night. It was Sunday night baseball. I remember it. Well, uh, Miguel Andujar, I believe threw the ball away to end it. Not David Price started for the Red Sox. Yeah, I think Luke Voigt got some action in right field. <laughs> um, and then I was talking about this like internship I was doing, and I, I was being more active on Twitter. And he showed me like how he how he makes gifts, and I was telling him about how like I I really like writing, and I had this internship that was wrapping up in a few weeks. I was like, when that's over, 
love to write on the website because at the time talkingyanks.com had blogging so i i started picking that up like yeah i can't pay you to do it but if you want to go ahead i was like yeah absolutely <laughs> and from there is helping out with a little bit of socials and eventually jimmy like taught me how to edit some videos so i would make some like instagram clips for him and uh Slowly, we just kept adding a little more. Eventually, like Jake added me as a co-host of Talking Nicks, and got to a point where they're like, "Hey, if you we can't pay you for anything else, but if you want to like help run the t-shirt store, we can pay you a <laughs> dollar for every shirt we sell." So that was how I like had uh, that was like my summer job after graduating. <laughs> I was making surprisingly decent money. We were mostly a t-shirt company at the time, I, I think. But uh, <laughs> um, so from there, so that was nice. I didn't need like a retail job or something <laughs> right after graduating while I was looking for full-time employment. Uh, eventually got, got a full-time job. I was working in, in like college athletic communications and then uh, Astros stuff all goes down in 2019 that accelerated the timeline a little bit. Uh, I was able to go full-time probably about a year earlier than I thought I was going to. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and since then it's been all this since February, 2020. You're working on multiple podcasts for John Boy Media. We're talking Yanks, there's talking baseball, there's talking Knicks, as you mentioned. Producing mm-hmm. all of these shows, what exactly does it entail? Because the more episodes I've done, I've realized further, being a producer is a lot of different things to a lot of different people and companies. Yeah, don't. there's no like uniform <laughs> you know, definition of what a producer does, right? Um, yeah, between talking Yanks, talking baseball formerly jjr currently on hiatus maybe comes back soon uh i would love it wake and jake all those uh, uh, i'm you know make the graphic for every episode we have like our overlays for the youtube and make sure it goes out on all the all the platforms you find your podcasts um whether audio or video i'm in charge of like making sure we we hit our ad requirements when we the times we've booked guests uh, we've we've strayed away from it a little bit in the last year or so. We've just the numbers, like people like our non-guest episodes. I'm <laughs> talking Yanks, talking baseball. Uh, so we haven't done as much guest booking. But when we were, I was doing most of like the talking with agents, and and we still do it sometimes. But we're at a point where it's sort of a uh, if a player reaches out and says they want to come on, then we want to talk to them. But like notes during the shows that's the other big one. So I cover <laughs> then I pass along like to the social media team. Like hey, this this conversation is a good clip. This one, make sure we don't like this can be in the episode, but make sure we don't like highlight this on, on Twitter. Cause it's like you know, kind of a weird quote, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, it's a lot, a lot of working with socials, working with the sales team, hit our ads, uh, graphics, all that kind of stuff. You know, the talking Yanks show has a deal with the yes network, which is the mm-hmm. Yankees television network. How do you have to orient that podcast to play both in audio and in video form. You know, for the, the yes end of it, we repurpose about 23 minutes of talking Yanks across the, the episodes from the week to go on TV. So obviously first you just got to edit down time wise and then take out anything. We don't want to talk too negatively about a player on TV. as so we edit out kind of those conversations. If we were a little hard on a guy, can't yeah. curse on TV, so got to get those out of there. And then for for yes, I try to incorporate more camera angles than we do on just like our live streams. Like our, on our live streams, the camera you're looking at here as we're recording this, uh, it kind of just stays on that for Jake. We do like a split screen um, for like the live. That's almost exclusively what we use. But for TV, I, I try to record 
the other camera angles as well. So he can mix those in, you know, mask a few cuts here <laughs> and there for TV and, and just use more interesting angles. We got this, this new beautiful studio can show it off a little more for the TV audience with the, the like fancy cameras we have at our, at our disposal. I'm 32. You're younger than me even, but we're both young by definition of what people usually think baseball fans are. People think <laughs> that baseball is an old person sport. And I've been fighting back that notion now for a number of years and how great baseball is. How does John boy media and all the podcasts you're involved in, how does it make baseball fun for the next generation of fans? Cause they are out there. Yeah. There's a, uh, you know, for whatever reason, the discourse around baseball kind of forever, but especially in the last 10 years has been about how it's phasing out the younger audience and, and young people aren't interested in baseball and it's not fun. And you know, baseball itself, very fun sport. All we're kind of doing is, is trying to high highlight the fun moments with, with the breakdowns and everything else and, and bring up fun moments on, on the show and show people how this is, how, this is like the good way to use stats. Cause some people, you, know, you get hung up on on the analytics crowd, and the and it can be it can be a little a little heavy, but you know we I think we have done a good job using advanced metrics and standard metrics in in a fun way that's descriptive and and can explain it to people and and teach people how to use those because I think people have gotten a little alienated by exit velocity being being so talked about and things like that, and it's like it's just all part of it. It's all part of it. You know, there are a number of younger personalities kind of accomplishing the same goal that you guys are in terms of making baseball fun, whether it's Jared Carabas, formerly of Barstool and now at DraftKings, or maybe it's the Wake and Rake podcast with Will Middlebrooks, where he's a part of that. Do you guys view those guys and their work as rivals, or is it we're all kind of in this space together and there's room for everybody and we're all making baseball fun? I think you you nailed it at the end there. It's just we're all pulling from the same rope. There's there's room for everybody. I I think we consider all those guys pretty friendly. We have good good working relationships with everyone and run into each other and it's a good time at, at different whether it's winter meetings or at the All Star game. I think I think everybody has the same goals in mind. Everyone you meet in this industry has been pretty much nothing but really nice and helpful. Everyone wants to be cool with each other. There's room for it. Did you go to school to be in media or did you just kind of back into it where you were a baseball fan and you hopped on those periscopes and then got noticed and kind of learned it on the fly? Yes and no. I went to college. I, the goal was to become a doctor. I went to like a school with a, with a fairly, with a very respected pre-med program I uh, figured out quick I didn't fully want to do that. Um, yeah. And I, so I did a major, I switched to a media and communications major, and I knew I wanted to do something in, in sports media. Thought that would be more writing oriented at the time. This, as a career, didn't wasn't something you could really strive for, even though it wasn't that long ago. So then eventually, you know, learning more skills, I was writing, I was covering sports, doing stats. I didn't know what exactly I wanted to do in sports, but I did eventually pivot my, my studies, this, this direction. And that's a uh, sort of just how it shook out. Big baby Dave. There's gotta be a story behind the nickname. Truthfully. It's just my one, my last, my like full name, David Mendelssohn, kind of boring. Let's just be honest about it. <laughs> um, that doesn't have a lot of pizzazz. Uh, and there's like, 
there's weirdly like a few of us with the same spelling and like this one kid got just David Mendelson on all the platforms. So I was trying to figure out just like a social media handle <laughs> in high school. It was like Instagram, big baby David was available. Glenn Davis was still a, a prevalent basketball <laughs> player. Uh, so that was a one, le- a one letter difference. I was also young for the grade. This beard is a new development. So I looked really young. <laughs> um, I think I look about my age now. So it was just because all those things came together and the username was available and made me laugh. <laughs> and that kind of just stuck in college. People would call me Big Baby Dave and then uh, Twitter and Instagram handle Jimmy Jake call me BBD and from there. Here we are. I want to thank Dave Mendelson, a.k.a. Big Baby Dave, for stopping by. I felt like Dave was part producer, part stand-up comic. I was getting very, very SVP and Rosillo vibes from Dave. I thought it was hilarious, and frankly, I had to edit out some of my own laughter from the background as, uh, as I was producing this episode. I thought it was really insightful stuff, though. I like to hear when shows and personalities don't see other shows in the same genre as rivals. I like when Dave says there's room for everybody. It's about making the game fun for people of all ages. So that was Big Baby Dave Mendelson of John Boy Media. We'll see you in the next one. You don't want to believe it, but maybe the show is over. Thank you for listening to the Producers Podcast. To enjoy past and future episodes, check out iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, the iHeart app, and BarrettSportsMedia.com. 